The following podcast is a production of the LAG Radio Network. Welcome back, guys, to Creepy Pete's Pasta Party. I'm your host, Creepy Pete, and we have a very special Creepy Pasta coming up for you guys. But first, I'd like to introduce my very beautiful co-host and girlfriend, Sadistic Sally. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing swell. I'm doing swell. You want to introduce what we're talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about a creepy pasta called Bin Drowned, or Majora's Mask for some people. I'm not super familiar with Legend of Zelda games because I never got into it, but I know you're really into them. Oh, I'm super into them. That was my entire childhood. Mm. I loved them. My childhood was being a normal kid and going outside and playing. Yeah, well, I didn't have friends, so... <laughs> I didn't either. You just gotta go outside and like play pretend or something. Nah, Laz is better. Is it? Yeah, it's so much better. I spent so many hours playing Majora's Mask. It's unreal. I love that game because it's so different from other Legend of Zelda games that are usually very happy or very positive games. And then you have a game like Majora's Mask that's super dark and fucked up. And So Ben Drowned takes a play on Majora's Mask. And I'm not going to get any spoilers right now. We'll talk about it later. But the basic summary of it is there's this kid... A college student, I believe. And he gets his hands on a Nintendo 64. He's really excited. He's always wanted one. His roommate had given it to him. And he really wants to find a copy of Majora's Mask. He just so happens to go to this garage sale with this really creepy old guy who's like blind in one eye. Turns out this old guy has a copy of Majora's Mask and gives it to the guy for free. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum coincidence i think not and then for context later there's an important little mention here that as he's walking away with the copy of majora's mask this guy says goodbye ben but he blows it off and says oh he probably just said goodbye then and it came out kind of weird but there's theories on that that we'll cover later so he goes and he starts playing this game majora's mask and he's super thrilled to be able to play it now that he has his own copy It starts getting a little weird when NPCs start calling him Ben. He loaded up the game file, and he didn't want to delete the original file that was titled Ben, so he kept it, but he starts thinking that his file and the previous file are getting interchanged, and he's not very happy about that. So he finally gets frustrated, he deletes the Ben file, and he notices that characters aren't calling him anything anymore. From this point on, he gets a little bit more flustered and things start to get weird and glitchy and i believe is that where he like teleports to the clock town majora stuff is that when he starts actually experiencing the glitches yeah like 
you can't ask me what they're like where, I'm but it's sorry. in the little village, and he's just like walking around, and this weird little LG statue keeps following him around. Is that in the tunnel? I feel like that's in the underground tunnel area. I believe you're right, because it starts off on the upper side of town, and he's in the Swordmaster's Dojo, because he's freaking out at that point, and he just wants to find an NPC because he suddenly gets really anxious, and he feels unnerved, and he needs to, like, find an NPC to help relieve him of some stress. And there's nobody there. Everyone's just gone. It's because the moon ate him. The moon ate him. The moon ate him. You can't give a moon a mouth and expect it not to eat everybody. The moon is deceptive. Later mean? on when we cover, when he actually gets on the moon. See, that's just going to be your... You can talk about the game and what what it does for people. I don't know what happens in the game. I don't... I know from Ben Drowned, which isn't a very good reference point. <laughs> so... It's the best reference point. I Is wish it? you could actually like have a copy of the Ben Drowned. I, oh, well, I have a Nintendo 64, so... I do have a copy of Majora's Mask. Oh my god, there we go. So, as you go through the creepypasta of Ben Drowned, you notice that save files are popping in and out all over the place, and he starts experiencing all these different glitches where he'll be on top of the clock tower in the one of the final scenes, and Majora just lights him on fire, doesn't even give him a chance. He does this repeatedly. The Song of Healing is a very notable song in the game, and it's played in reverse along with the Stone Temple theme in reverse throughout the creepypasta in almost every clip. And it's a play on this context of something is happening, this game is possessed, and this Ben is behind it. There's a couple different things that pop up, though. Ben uses the save files as messages, saying things like, your turn. There's a save file that comes up titled Matt, which is a theory that... I, I guess we can get into that now. Yeah, It's not a very the long theories. theory. There's a, there's a lot of theories out there, and there's this small theory out there that Matt is the person who drowned Ben. However, there's not a lot of substance to that at all. Do, do you buy it, Sally? Is that is that your winner? Chicken dinner? I don't buy it. I Well, I mean, maybe Matt's his father's name. Nobody ever mentions his father's name. They just, That's you know. That's a good point. Like, the old man at the grad sale could be his father, and that's why he has the game file. And that's file. a popular theory, too. And that's why I said goodbye, Ben. But the origin story... Actually, no, we can wait to go into the origin story after the theories, I think. Yeah, we can save the, the meaty stuff. Yeah, the good last. stuff. The good good. <laughs> the dankage. <laughs> um, the dankage. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to say. The theory is that the old man at the garage sale was his dad, and that's how he had the game in the first place. And... There's more good theories that I want to talk about, but we have to finish talking about the creepypasta first. But do you do you buy it? Do you buy that Matt is his father? Or do you think it's just me? Maybe it's another kid that played the game besides Ben, and he died too. His soul didn't go into the game like Ben's did. Just his name or yeah. his save file? Maybe it was his first victim. It was Ben's first victim. And then when this dude, whatever his name is, that wrote the creepypasta, if he dies, or if he died, 
Nobody knows what happens to him. But his name could be in the save file after, and then whatever kid gets it next, their save file will pop up. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense in my head. But it's okay. Matt, Matt's file, we can both agree. Matt, I, I don't believe, unless, like you said, it is the father. I could see that happening. Maybe Matt is his dad's name. But the Elegy of Emptiness statue shows up a lot. It shows up all over the place consistently through almost all the videos. And even as a kid, playing that and seeing that is really uncomfortable. Oh, do they actually follow you in the original game? No, they don't follow you. You just use them as placeholders to keep a switch down. But they're super uncomfortable because they're really creepy. Their faces are really creepy. And they all have unsettling faces like that. And knowing that in Majora's Mask, you can transform and do, is it four? Azora, Goron, a Deku Scrub, and then Fierce Deity. So yeah, there's four transformations that you can go through. And essentially, all of those transformations can happen because those souls got turned into a mask. So knowing that you're playing the Elegy of Emptiness, leaving a placeholder in certain areas, it's kind of like you're leaving behind a piece of that body or like a gravesite, and it's just really unsettling when you're around a bunch of them. It's it was horrifying for me as a kid, but I loved it because it was kind of suspenseful going through. Sounds like a really cool game. I might actually have to play the original version. Well, I mean, there's no. Is there a version of Majora's Mask that's kind of glitched out like that you can play or is that just like the video he made? No, there might be a mod out there that's similar to it, but I couldn't tell you. I haven't looked too much into Mm. it. Sounds like I need to play the game. It sounds like something I could get behind. I think you would really like. The original's really dark. I like really dark dark too. Don't get me wrong. So you want to get into theories? Are we done talking about it all? Are we? What else? We talked about him buying the video game, him playing the video game. It was super messed up. And then we didn't talk about how he left his dorm room. Like, he he moved right. out of his dorm and went back to live with his parents. And then he just disappeared. Nobody knows what happens. That's what I'm saying, maybe. Allegedly. Allegedly. We, we don't fully know. But in my mind, he probably was killed by whatever spirit possessed Ben. I mean, it's possible. No. <laughs> it. I don't want to spoil it. We'll get into it later. But, like, obviously we know what happened to him. Like, the real? The, the real guy, yeah. Well, yeah, but in his story, he just disappeared. Don't ruin the magic for other people. <laughs> we know it's not real. But in the story, the dude just disappears. And his YouTube channel says something like, don't take this seriously. Because I think a bunch of his stuff got taken down, didn't it? Or I believe Because I so. think a lot of people thought it was real. I wish it was. I'd love to play it. I would so love to play and it. And then you would disappear, and then then what? No more creepy Pete. Maybe I would be stuck in my favorite game ever, just like Ben. And we would just hang um, out and play all day. He didn't look like he was having a lot of fun because in part of the game, he was like, please help me. (laughs) So. Yeah. So let's talk about that. He gives you that message shortly after one of the last glitches that happens. You run out and you encounter 
the happy mask salesman who's present throughout the entire thing as well. Little clips and images of him laughing and smiling, along with Skull Kid's laugh, which is such a beautiful sound. And this message comes up, and it's Ben communicating with you, and he tells you, please help me before it resets the game again, doesn't it? I think it just says, please help me, and then it just goes away. So either okay so we're just gonna get into my theory my theory is that there was a demon or something possessing the game and then ben played it so much because that was his favorite game that whatever possessed this dude also possessed ben and then ben just killed himself and then ben's soul got trapped in the game and that's why i feel like the dude who originally wrote this creepypasta. Again, I know it's not real, but in theory, I can imagine things. <laughs> but I feel like since he disappeared, his his soul is going to end up in the game. And then the next person who plays it, it's going to be Ben and whatever this guy's name is. I can't pronounce it. It starts with a J. So you think it's a collective... That's what I was saying. That's why I'm saying Matt's name in there. It could be his father or it could just be another kid. That's what I was saying earlier. My theory on the game is definitely along the lines of I think it's Ben in there and I think he chose to be there when he was murdered by his papa. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. I'm not spoiling anything too much, am I? I don't think it matters. I feel like this has been out for so long that <laughs> yeah, everybody is... <sighs> who doesn't know what we're talking about lives under a rock. But I was one of those people until like two days ago because I never heard of it. So I can't really talk on that. But. And it had a different impact for you. Yeah, because I have no idea what's happening. I thought it was creepy. Don't get me wrong. If I was playing a video game and then this little statue of me was just popping up everywhere, following me around catching me on fire and then drowning me and all this other fun glorious stuff I'd be creeped out too. I just think back to a time where I was little and I was playing this game and what if I was in this guy's position playing this corrupted game file but this guy's a college student you're like a 10 year old kid so it might have a bigger I mean, maybe it'd be worse than the college student because he's older and more mature. I guess if a 10-year-old saw that. Yeah, what if I go crazy? What if that fucks me up in the head because my game didn't work? I mean, it can't fuck you up already or more than what you are now, so. (laughs) Yeah. But my theory, back to the father stuff, I definitely believe the father killed Ben and then Ben just chose to be in there whether he directly knew it or not but somehow his soul got trapped in there like there's a theory about their game cartridge that shocked him as he was being drowned and that's why his soul bonded to it there's other theories out there that say that he loved the game so much that he just zipped on into it do you you have him pulled up? Yeah I have the origin story pulled up I don't have theories but I have the origin story I don't think it's like I think it's a theory in its own because I don't think it's off of the original site but it's someone's origin story it's his he was a depressed weird kid basically who fell in love with this game and just spent hours playing it and his dad was super concerned about how his son was going to turn out so he took him on this fishing trip that his son loved so much and basically got really drunk and 
Ben got silly with him and splashed him. Got, and his get silly with me, boy. <laughs> get silly with me one more time. I mean, basically, that's how it's ending. He basically gets super angry and he takes his kid and like basically holds him underwater. But Ben fights back and Spencer, gets his... A real motherfucker. He a, he a real G. He is a real G. Ben basically gets his dad's hand off the top of his head, but his dad hits him over the head with a beer bottle and Ben drowns. And while he's drowning, the first thing he thinks of is you've been met with a terrible fate, haven't you, Ben? Like with the happy mass salesman voice. And then, yeah, he just dies. He drowns. He's gone. It's really depressing. And that's when his soul just somehow enters his favorite game. I mean, why not? He's nowhere near it. It just happens to be like, what, 50 miles away from his house? Does it give you like a no, GPS coordinate? <laughs> yeah, 50 the, miles? La- the latitude and longitude of exactly where it's at. It pinpoints it for you. Yeah, it has a little map. A little, little Google X. map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with an X, like a treasure map. Yeah, it's so old. This is how you get back to your Nintendo game so you can haunt it for everyone to see. That would be terrible. <laughs> I don't know if I would want to live in the game. Like, I mean, that I loved for But does he ever. want to? Maybe, yeah, maybe he's sick of it. That's why he says, please help me. Maybe that's why he's, he's such a little asshole to people. It's because he's getting tired of being in there. But if he was nicer, maybe they'd help him out. But no, he's just got to fuck with them. It's a cry for help. He doesn't know better. He's a kid, Sally. I'm sorry. I just put too much pressure on the younger age. You need to be better, do better, not get killed by your father. Come on. But that's just allegedly. I True. mean, that's what we- I believe. But Cleverbot confirms, like, everybody's theory. Yeah, like, Skull Kid, the happy mass salesman. Like, I was playing on it for a little bit. It was getting frustrating because it just kept, like saying nobody killed Ben or you killed Ben. It's like, I didn't kill Ben. I didn't even know Ben until two days ago. But he's already dead. Cleverbot's a fucking asshole. Cleverbot is a fucking asshole. Because they don't give you solid proof. No. Didn't it also confirm to you that his dad killed him? Yeah, his dad killed him. I think basically everybody but the elegy. The elegy of emptiness statue. Yeah, that's... Which would be his avatar. you know, if you watch the gameplay, it did kill him. It kind of caught him on fire and made him drown drown. when he was swimming. It made him drown as a Zora, which can breathe underwater, which is what's fucked up about that. So it's super intentional. Like, that is where he's sending a message saying, hey, I drowned. Because that's just him in the middle of... The bottom of the ocean, like right next to the water temple. So does that mean when he burns up that his father burned the remains so nobody would find them? It's part of the Illuminati as well. I could believe it. That's why the YouTube channel guy went missing. True, because maybe YouTube sent someone after him. Because YouTube <laughs> I was is thinking part a of little the- bit bigger than that. <laughs> but sure, <laughs> big bad YouTube came in. <laughs> YouTube's part of the Illuminati. Started fucking shit up since YouTube came around. You know, everything eventually gets on YouTube, so I feel like YouTube has a big part of the Illuminati. I could believe it. I could get behind it. I could see it. We should cover the lens of truth theory. 
I don't actually fully know that theory. So do you want to explain that one? I tried looking it up, and it basically was under the assumption that when you're carrying the lens of truth, which in a lot of Zelda games, mainly Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, is a pretty important quest item that you have. It allows you to see things that are illusions that you can see through. So there might be a wall, you use the lens of truth, and wall's gone, new doorway there, you know, etc. And there's this theory that the lens of truth, when it's in his inventory, that's when he's able to see things that Ben Drown is doing. Supposedly, he's supposed to see extra things. If you watch the gameplay, apparently, like, you can... Like, there's just really small hints that you have to pick up on. But apparently, yeah, if you watch the gameplay that the guy posted, you can kind of see what he's doing. Yeah, I had a really hard time going through it. I looked through it, and it went over my head. I didn't notice anything that was off. Because there's weird things in his inventory all the time, and, like, weird stuff happens frequently. But it's definitely an interesting theory, and I like it a lot. I wish there was a little bit more to it. Because I would love to see an item like that, which has such a big role in the game itself, have such a big role in the creepypasta. There's also a theory that I believe that the happy or the happy mask salesman is portrayed to be his father, right? There is a theory that says that. And that's a really interesting theory, too, because in some of the glitches, you can see that the happy mask salesman kind of glitches in for just a second or just a frame and it's always really fast and he's not in there frequently and he barely talks but he always makes you really uncomfortable like the old man never really wants to talk to you he says what a couple lines and then there's the whole sequence he always says you've been met with a terrible fate haven't you and that's what he thought of when his dad killed him so and in the very last sequence you go through the whole little bit where he doesn't even say anything. He just makes eye contact with you as you walk around. That's creepy. And Ben Drowned, who's supposedly possessing Skull Kid. I never made this connection until now, but he's facing away from the Happy Mass Salesman. And he's the odd one out. He's turning the other way from all of them. Because maybe he doesn't want to have anything to do with them. Maybe. Because children shun you if they're upset and they don't talk to you. So maybe that's why he's faced the other way, because he's just upset with his dad for killing him. Children are needy. They are needy. I bet you that's it. It's just because he's needy. He just wants attention. He just wants... I mean, (laughs) you're not wrong. Essentially, the whole creepypasta is Ben wants attention. Basically, because his dad didn't give it to him. And it says his mom either... His parents got divorced or his mom died. And the video game Majora's Mask was a reminder of his past with his mom. And that's why he liked it so much. And his dad didn't. I agree. So yeah, he's just a needy little little brat. When I first was introduced to this creepypasta, I discovered it. And it's one of the first creepypastas that got famous next to Slenderman, which we are going to avoid that as much as possible. You can't avoid the Slenderman. Oh, I will, and I will make it a thing as long as possible. But yeah, when I was first introduced to this, I loved it. I thought it was a flawless creepypasta. I thought it was just suspenseful and 
had that charm to it that was kind of scary because it related to a nostalgic thing in my life. And as I really got into it for like research purposes for this podcast, I started noticing it's really cheesy. Yeah. Maybe it's just dated, but I don't I think feel it's like dated. Everything you show me that you really liked as a young person just isn't as good as it was when you were a young person. Oh, I still love it. Don't get me wrong. But it's not what I remember it being, I guess. Like, yeah, you hyped it up and I read it and I was like... It's super good because you don't have that experience. I don't have that nostalgic feeling. Yeah, no, I just thought it was about this kid, college kid, being stupid and paranoid, doing too many (laughs) drugs. I just just love how many conveniences are in the game, like, or in the creepypasta. Just so happens to have a glitched copy of the specific game you want just so happens like i feel like that would be a bad feeling like i feel like i'd be like "Mm, this is too much of a coincidence and he does think that throughout the creepypasta in the very start he does have that dialogue with himself of yeah there's something kind of wrong here but he was just so excited that he did it anyway I feel like if an old person has a video game, that's just, like, spread flag right there. Well, it was his son. But why would he keep it? He conveniently killed his son because he knew it would make such a good creepypasta. He was like, you know what? Yes, that's why his dad killed him is because I can make a great, great creepypasta with this. He was drunk, and you cannot tell me that that is a great drunk idea. If you're just slammed. You shouldn't have children then. (laughs) You're just slammed, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to make a really successful creepypasta, but I have to live it first. Drops but it's kid. fate. Bum, bum, bum. Or it could be based on a real story and nobody knows. Illuminati covered it up. It's like Grave Encounters. Have you ever seen that? I've Grave seen Encounters some. Grave Encounters 2, I'm sorry. He has to cover it up, otherwise the hauntings will like kill him. So that's, oh. that's what Ben did. There, he was like, yeah. tell people about it. You tell everybody it's fake, or I'm gonna go and drown you. You're but in the creepypasta, Ben hacked onto his YouTube and all that stuff and edited it, like all of his like notes and video reviews and all that stuff. He actually made it more morbid, like disturbing, than what the original guy posted. You think he was helping his case, doing him a solid? Probably. Making it more exciting. More like you know the the more exciting and crazy I feel like the less people would probably believe it but that's actually not the case because a lot of his stuff got taken down because too many people believed it right I believe so yeah people were getting concerned so then Ben was like you better you better make it fake better make a story saying how fake it is or he dies and becomes part of the game himself and then maybe Ben can get out of the game by going into his body Ooh, pulling a switcheroo yeah so instead of Ben being in the game, he's now in this college student's life and body, and the college student's soul is in the game. He's just, what, a 10-year-old, ten, a <laughs> right? Yeah, I think so. He's a 10-year-old in the body of what I would assume, let's put him at nineteen twenty. Like, yeah. That's a big jump. He would most certainly be a hella weird kid <laughs> that nobody would probably want to talk to. Probably not, and then he'd just end up killing himself anyway. 
And then what if he ends up back in the game? He's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then they both work together to get some other poor sap to play it. And then they both take over their body. Or they get two other people to play it and they just take their body. It's just this endless cycle of soul switching. That'd be pretty cool. I could dig it. I could dig it. There we go. We just made a new theory. <laughs> <laughs> Insert MLG air horns. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be wrapping up this episode of Creepy Pete's Pasta Party right about now. Join us next time. In about two weeks, we're going to be covering the OG creepy pastas, the scary stories to tell in the dark. We're going to pick out our favorites and we're going to discuss them. So thank you guys for listening and tune in next time.